Hello. What's up, boy? What's going on? Oh yep. Lord! Oh Lord Jesus! Where Where the Jesus. fuck is? Where's Where's uh Brenton? It looked It looked like fucking Jason was coming on. I don't know. It looked like what? It looked like Jason was gonna come on. Oh, I thought you said J.K. Simmons. I was like, hold the phone. <laughs> yeah, surprise! Out of nowhere, I scored uh, J.K. Simmons for our for our disgusting pleasure. <laughs> And our disgusting pleasure, because we're going to lather that that old man up in some fucking baby oil. Can't hear you. I can't hear anybody now. Oh, donkey internet. Oh, can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm having bad internet, I guess. Welcome to the club. Maybe that'll help. Donkey internet. You got to go down to California and find that internet. Oh yeah. shit, that's the best face to be frozen with. It's like you're gonna kill us all. Yeah. That's that I, Norman Bates face right there. I'm just gonna do the Tre- Trev, you you like <laughs> before you chimed in, I was kinda like, Man, Jack Jack Torrance is gonna fuck that boy up. But you were like, Yeah, he's under he's gonna underestimate. I'm like, that's exactly what I did. Norman Bates is a tricky little fucker. He's yeah, like, I feel like he I feel like he'd be really good like if you try to surprise him with some shit, he'd be pretty handy with like stopping it. So, I like I like the the little scenarios and shit we got going on in that. Uh, yeah, definitely boogie down deal. That's what I'm hoping. I, on the nightclub Discord, we have a section called the boogie down, and I'm doing a. Uh, it's basically a tournament of the horror icons. I didn't put every single horror icon in there, but I put all the big ones and and a few others. And so basically it's just a versus match and whoever everyone votes on, like, I'm going to tally up. Y'all know how brackets and tur- and that shit works. Y'all I was actually, guys. I was thinking yeah. about re, uh, reigniting the Joe Blow March Madness, but March came too quick. I don't remember <laughs> what the Joe Blow March Madness is. What is that? Um, We did it in 2019, I think, where we created a bracket. So we had four tiers of the bracket. So it was feature your creature, supernatural. The hero and the zero. So the hero was the good guys. The zeros were the bad guys. We had creatures. We had supernatural. So one from each bracket, we sent it out and everybody voted. And it came down to like, you know, the final four. And then we had a champion. It was pretty cool. But we did it all with like just the 2019 villains. Or maybe it was 2018. I don't know what I'm doing with this necessarily. Uh, This little tournament thing. I'm I'm hoping maybe it spawns discussions on the sh- on the show perhaps, but I'm doing it more so for the Discord just to have people maybe get creative because I'm trying to like every one of them I post them and I don't want to post the scenario like right away of what I, yeah. like kind of how I want the match that I think it should go because I don't want to sway people, mm-hmm. but um in my mind I'm creating scenarios so like when when Trev said that Norman would be underestimated i started thinking yeah he's the mild-mannered unassuming guy if and my in my in my scenario jack torrance shows up at the bates motel potentially seeking a caretaker job right for the winter months or something uh norman's yeah. gonna go on vacation yeah. that that boy's going to destin or something he's tired of you know dealing with this goddamn uh rundown roadside motel and so he's showing jack around the place and while Norman's mom's voice is growing in his head more and more, driving him crazy, Jack is dealing with the fucking overlook ghosts and, and all that shit and the, the psychic shining shit. So they're both going mad. And the, the, the scene, which the third act would culminate if it were a movie, is Jack Torrance is walking up the steps to the Bates house and he gets up there. He's got the axe and standing at the top of the steps would be Norman Bates dressed like his mom holding a knife and my little joke in the discord was uh we saw what happened last time jack didn't have the high ground i don't know i just think it's fun little little what ifs yeah definitely you still drinking your basil hayden eh got a new one red wine cask basil hayden oh so this isn't the um the wood double barreled or whatever it was there's the strap remember yeah metal strap on oh you got a metal strap on bruh huh What'd you do on your Saturday off? I fucking uh, took a nap and uh, went to a wedding. But it was okay. like a small, it was like a short, small wedding. I liked it. It was, it was fun. 
Yeah, actually, we had some gumbo and some uh. T boys gumbo. No, <laughs> T boys gumbo might be good. I don't know. Wait, T boys makes their own gumbo? No, I'm just saying if they did make gumbo, I bet you it'd be fucking good. Oh, probably, bro. Yeah, I I yeah. agree with that. But I mean, you gotta go fucking thirty minutes away from here to find a, a bad gumbo. I'd imagine. I don't know many people that make bad gumbos around here. I'll be honest with you. I ate a gumbo from a gumbo. Wow, I ate a, a gumbo. gumbo. I ate a gumbo. <laughs> it was gumby. Gumby was in that gumbo. Gumbo. Uh, oh no, I ate a gumbo once from Baton Rouge from somebody's house, and I I was like, man, they. Bro, I took a bite of that shit. I was like, bro, are you from the prairie, son? Like, did you? And they're like, no, no, Baton Rouge. And I'm like, bro, you, your gumbo tastes just as good as anybody's gumbo I've ever eaten. So good job. This shit is amazing. Yeah. That, oh, was, that was some coon ass fucking shit they made. Yeah, I've seen some terrible gumbo before. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Some straight That's like water. Soup. Some Maybe straight like soup. Water. Soup. Oh, That's what it is. It's I hate when that shit happens, bro. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Or they add too much shit to it? What are you doing? You don't put tomatoes in a gumbo, bro. I don't give a fuck who you are. Well, hold on. That's, that's, no, that's, no. That's a, it's sacrilege. Trev, Trev. That's sacrilege. A, it's sacrilege no. for, a, for yes. a Cajun gumbo, but that's a yes. Creole gumbo with the tomato. I don't give a fuck about a Creole gumbo. That's not a gumbo. That's a soup. I've eaten some good Creole gumbos, man. No, I'm just saying. I don't care. That's not gumbo. That's soup. I'm just saying. Who makes That's the best soup. gumbo that you guys know down there? My dad. Can you confirm I mean, this, Trev? I know Corey cooks good. I just have never had his gumbo specifically. So and I, I was I gonna mean, say for Trev, like even if he had my dad's gumbo, he knows somebody that cooks it better than my dad. Oh yeah. Like for, like uh, everybody knows somebody who makes cook. it. Better. Yeah. My grandpa used to cook the the best fucking gumbo ever. But I can confidently say my wife you? makes the best meatballs too yeah. ever. Ooh, meatballs do so good. Yeah. Dude, no, I want yeah. gumbo. I want to know who makes the best gumbo that you know, Trev. My grandpa. Well, he's not alive anymore, so. Well, I mean, like, if I were to come down uh, there, who would you be like, all right, you're going to make some gumbo for Cole to try? I, I can get my wife to make it. She makes a good gumbo. I get you I get you my wife's gumbo. It's good. What are you putting it for, like, protein? So, uh, smoked sausage and uh, chicken to hen. Well, hen, hen, like. um, Hen or head? Hen. Hen. Oh, so like I like Stay a little bit of, a minute with some hands. So hand. I like I like putting like pieces of chicken breast in there. True. I just like chicken breast. What? Give me some hen, cuz. <laughs> some hen, bro. Some Give hen. me some hen. <laughs> I want that sloppy. I want that sloppy so, gumbo thigh hen. But, the, the, but but one of the tricks to having a good gumbo is is you need some of the uh the chicken bones in there for the marrow yeah. and stuff. Yep. Because it it adds to it. So if you don't have that in there, it's not going to be the same, bro. It's just not. That, that, that boy, fat. that's why they cook with feet and shit a lot. That boy is they talking that, because man. he knows that is exactly a hundred percent bone in yeah. chicken. Don't look. Yeah. You, you, could, you, could, you could add some more if you want. Like you could add chicken breast, but like make sure you have the bone in. When you oh put yeah, it in I'm there. not a fan of chicken breast. I ninety nine percent of the chicken I cook is uh, bone in, skin on thigh. When you throw when you throw chicken breast in, Trev's right. Do have the bone in chicken. But you can throw in extra, like he's saying. And dude, when you throw in that chicken breast in the gumbo, also for protein and for taste, you if you're doing a decent pot of gumbo for a lot of people, you probably want to drop at least like twelve or fifteen eggs in that bitch for real. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have had people have eggs with it, but my wife will instead of putting eggs in it, she just makes an egg salad. Like, but I feel like if you're making a gumbo, you should be making an egg salad. So okay, that's, that's a you guys that's kind of a given. Uh, Seafood in it, or is that like a different style or kind? So I I don't care for seafood personally, but yes, um, seafood. Um, I've seen shrimp. I've seen I've seen crabs in there too. Like it's all good. I mean, if you like seafood, like I'm not a huge seafood person. So they put scallops. They put mussels. They put fucking shrimp. Like Trev said, they any anything you can find fucking around Louisiana. Like they'll put it in there as far as seafood is concerned for sure. One of the best. Steel Cracker. Do you ever watch his shit? Is he is he make his kind of traditional? Who? Stale Cracker. The guy the guy with the long hair. He's got the pit. Oh, with the with the glasses and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he does. Yeah. Well, I I don't think I've seen the video of him making the the gumbo. I've seen him make uh, a jambalaya before, and the the jambalaya was legit. So I'm gonna just say based off of watching the jambalaya, I feel like he makes a good gumbo. 
Yeah, because he owns a crawfish company down there. So oh cool. yeah, that's yeah. He 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 used to be a cop, and then he just got went full time viral and his family's crawfish. But yeah, he makes a shit ton of videos and stuff, and I've seen yeah. most of them. What company does he own? Uh, I think it's called the Louisiana Crawfish Company. Oh, if I had to, if I had to, like, gun to my head, and it's like, this is definitive, the gumbo. Trev's already uh-huh. gonna fucking throw a, throw a, a ladle at me, because we don't put celery in our shit. Never did. No, no. Oh well, then he won't. Okay, because down here there's a the holy trinity, which is bell pepper, onion, and celery, and you got to put that in your gumbo, your rice and gravy. Nah, fuck that. We don't put celery in our shit. We from the prairie, cuh. I don't uh, think my wife puts celery in hers. Now she'll do she'll do onions and bells to start. So yeah. and then uh and then the other thing is is whether or not you use store bought roux or you make your own roux. So uh my wife does use store bought, but it's it's good. It's just you got to make sure to put the right amount. I didn't but know you can make your roux own was uh, roux. Oh yeah, now here it is because it's so because it's used so heavily. Yeah, we got there's Savoy's. a there's a big market for it. Yeah, we got Rougarou, we got Richards, yeah. that yeah. sloppy Richards. So, but it is more of a down here thing because of you know, like I don't think people up north would would. I'm not gonna say they want to cook with it. I think they just don't know about not it. So, like, there's no market that. up there. No, yeah. I agree. No, so. but gun to my head, best chicken and sausage gumbo would be again your onions and bell peppers to saute. You make your roux if you make it homemade. Hey, cool. If you're not making it homemade, they have a great selection. But um, I like my roof dark and thick. That's yep. how I like it. And that goes for seafood and for chicken and sausage. I was going to say, whenever you guys come up north, it's going to be pasties, tater tot, casserole, porchetta. I'll hook you guys up with some northern, oh, I'm northern down. Midwest stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the chicken and sausage, like Trev said, the smoked sausage, bone-in chicken, and I'm a fan of making potato salad, and I dump that shit. You have rice as a filler, but I dump the potato salad in my gumbo. Like, like that, the, like the cold mayo yeah. mustard potato salad? Yes. Fucking savages. Yeah. You guys Dude, are savage. yeah. So, it's well, so my, good. my wife will scoop hers into her gumbo, too. Yeah. So you're not the only one. I don't, I, I don't like potato salad, but. And that's a preference. That's a preference. Yeah. Seafood yeah, yeah, gumbo. Yeah. The best seafood gumbo I ever had was either my grandpa's or my buddy's dad, and he had crab in it and everything, like whole shell crab. Like you had to fucking break uh-huh. that bitch apart. But um, I, I prefer if it just has crab meat in it with shrimp, some mussels and scallops. And for my seafood gumbo, I like okra in it. Oh, I can't do okra. Yeah, so it's like fucking snot. Well, I don't, I don't like, I don't like okra either. But um, I mean, some people do put okra in their gumbo. So and and Especially eggs and some of the eggs and both. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah seen the old time. Put eggs too. Yeah. I put eggs in both. I just like a, I like I like eating the egg with with all of it. So and yeah, uh, tuna. You can either boil the eggs and then drop them in, or you can just drop them in while the the gumbo is boiling. So yeah, either, either way, but do it towards the end. Do it towards the end. And a day like today would be like a good day for a fucking gumbo too. Oh my god! Here yeah. in Louisiana, like it was kind of cold today. <laughs> it was very cold. <laughs> The winds are whipping. Yeah. It's a late it's a late winter in Louisiana for sure. I mean for everybody, but yeah. Normally like this time in Louisiana it's not this cold. We got we, we got more snow in March than we did all winter combined. Yeah, and I say cold, it's like forty seven degrees down here. That's that's pretty cold for Louisiana weather. So you know see, we woke up and it was seven, but with the wind chill it was like twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. Well like earlier this week it was like eighty degrees one day, you know, and now it's forty seven, so it's just like fucking <laughs> Oh, that, that's just great. Gumbo does sound good, man. That that does. Yeah, so gumbo is great on a, a cold day for sure. But I mean, I've eaten gumbo in the summer too. Fuck it, it tastes good. It just hits different during the winter. That's all. What's that? What's that movie we uh we covered? Oh, Angel Heart. Mm-hmm. That, the, oh yeah. Remember yeah. the big old gumbo scene? Mm-hmm. The yeah. guy gets like boiled and put in gumbo. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and I, I'll second. Like during the winter or when it's cold, cold weather gumbo. It's just it feels good to eat it if you've been out in the cold and all that. But I've always heard people say, oh, it's too hot to eat gumbo. And I'm like, bitch, turn the fucking AC on in your house. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Look, when you're hungry for it, you're hungry for it, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Fuck that. If I'm like, anytime my wife's like, hey, I feel like cooking gumbo, go ahead. Yeah, I ain't going to stop you. Shit, that's that's a good time right there. I can honestly eat gumbo like all week. If you make a big ass pot of gumbo and I'm left alone to there's, eat it. There's there's, there's no making a small gumbo. Like, I don't, no. 
You don't make a small gumbo. <laughs> this just doesn't there, happen. Huh? What do you got there? Oh, this is um. I didn't buy this. This is uh Saint Roche vodka. Um, it's a Louisiana vodka, and it is made in New Orleans. Yeah, I was hoping uh Brent would pop on so we could have a little conversation about Shittamarink. Oh yeah, you watched it. Ah shit. I told you, don't do it to yourself if it's that bad, man. Look, bro. I, I, get, I told I you it. you could do it. You could finish it. It's not easy, but you I'm, can do I, it. I don't I don't not like finish something. I'm well, the same way. I'm the same way. Well, what go ahead. I mean, lay your skin and on me. We ain't gotta wait for Grindhouse. Uh he he doesn't love it, but you heard how he feels. He's like, Oh, I'm glad someone does. And that's me. Yeah. Well, like I definitely appreciate just the content being put out and the new ideas being put out. That's cool. I just Yeah, I don't know. I kinda wanna wait until we get him or Rickles or someone else. I think it'd be a fun conversation. Yeah, I mean they're all you you y'all are all pretty much aligned. I mean, you probably don't like it from based I mean you and Brent probably like it the least. Then Ricky and Trev probably fall in the middle. I think I did three stars on Letterbox, but in the sacred text I did two and a half. That's what I said in the Discord. I'm like, you know, yeah, man, like I get why this movie is not for everybody. It's super slow and it's it's I really wanted to like it though. I really did. It's one of those movies, isn't it? It's like, man, I really like I feel like even if somebody didn't like it, they'd like how you're saying they'd see it and be like, I want to like this because it's so different. It's so trying to be not trying. It is something else, but <laughs> strolling on in. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Just for you, cuz. What's up, Brent? Be daddy. Give me give me another two minutes here. We almost solved the problem of a missing kid. So hang on. Okay. Right. No problem, bud. Do what you gotta do. Damn. Yeah. That's intenseness. Yeah. yeah. So Brent Brent strolled into Dunes and then he strolled out because he's going to look for a missing child. Uh, no honorable. Uh yeah. I've been smashing through I finished The Walking Dead. Um I'm finishing Fear of the Walking oh, nice. Dead, Bly Manor, whatever, the the fucking Hill House sequel. Like I'm getting all my shit caught up. It's not a sequel. Ooh, that's a good sequel. Well, no, it's season a, two or whatever. It's still good. It's not a season it's still two. Good. Yeah. yeah, it is. No. It's Haunting of Hill House. It's not related. It's it's just the second part. No. Yeah. It's it's the haunting of Hill House Bly Manor or something. No, or the it's, it's of Bly Manor. It's it's a different place. It's, it's not a whole the same different everything. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's, it's just it's, made by the same creators. Yes, like it has nothing yeah. to do with the original one. It's just part two or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. No. It's good. I liked it though. You're calling it part two, but it's not a part two to anything. It's not. Well, I know, but it's like part two from their. It's a continuation of the same people that did the first one. Yeah, I, I, I get, I get what you say. I just to clarify, yeah. everybody in here knows yeah. what I'm talking about. You son. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I finished up a rewatch of Tokyo Ghoul. I caught up on all my Tokyo animes. Ghoul. I finished watching The Last of Us. Oh, Tokyo Ghoul's a dude. great anime. So, oh, it's an anime. Has has everyone? It's an anime. Seen, dude, epi- all I gotta say is episode three of The Last of Us was some of the best fucking TV yeah. show I've seen in forever. It was mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, it's good. So, and then I'm I'm on my way to finishing Peaky Blinders, and then I'm gonna like finish that. Sons of Anarchies after that, and then I'm gonna start Vikings probably. Oh, I need to start that too. So, God damn. I I watched Cabinet of Curiosities on your recommend there, Boss Tuna. Um, Autopsy, I enjoyed was not my favorite. I feel like the second half of that series is way stronger than the first half. The first four episodes are okay. Yeah. The, the last four are fucking fire, uh, especially the last three. Dreams in the Witch House, The Viewing, like and The Murmuring. One. Well, I'll tell you what, in the space of 10 minutes, there was a posse there ready to look, so it's pretty impressive. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. So, <laughs> All right. Okay. My wife just got home, so everyone's back where they're supposed to be. Now take take a deep breath and go hump your wife. All right, bye. <laughs> Do you need a minute to go put your guns away and uh your, your <laughs> the neighbor the neighbor is out of town. His two teenage kids are home alone. The one the one kid is autistic and he's the younger one. The older one disappeared. Oh man. It's like uh so this is Pastor Todd's kid. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. So, so he called me and he's like, uh, can you go check on my house? Because none of my kids will get back to me. And I'm like, yep. And go over there. And the older kid, his shoes are there and his phone is granted. He's got a lot of like friends around the neighborhood. So they all showed up in like three minutes and they just posse it up and went looking. And my wife went out looking, driving around. And so, you know, I've always, you call enough people and it's like, apparently he's got something at church early tomorrow. So with the same people that he plays D&D with. So he went over there to play D&D and just didn't tell anybody. Oh. To say, that's usually how it is, but, like, in the back of your head, you're, like, just got some shit well, going around you don't want to think about. <laughs> these, these guys were asking me about Skidamarink, and I was like, well, let's wait until we get, like, either Brent or Rickles here, because I know. Oh, gonna... have at it. Have so at we it. literally were just, just talking about it, but. Oh, God. But, <laughs> Brent's done talking about it. That's why I was telling well, you I it wouldn't matter it if, if they were here. <laughs> they don't Rickles, care. Rickles like sent me like three text messages. It's like, hey y'all, would you? And I'm like, I haven't seen it yet. I'm on my fourth attempt to finish it tonight. I'll get back to you. Oh well, that piece of it I can see. Yeah, I said the same thing. <laughs> Hold on, just I gotta take it. This is just when it's one of the neighborhood kids you've known since they were born. It's like, okay, I'm I'm all right. It was the grabber. <laughs> The grab. This is this oh is so God. dumb. I know it is, but like I've been running around for the last forty five minutes, like a chicken with my fucking head cut off. Going, I I turned my neighbor's house inside out. I opened every closet, every, everything. You know? So I'm probably okay. found a couple things under the mattress you wish you hadn't seen. Um, Pastor Todd at Pastor Todd's house. I doubt <laughs> yeah. it. I doubt it. He's just he's out of town, yeah. just trying to get laid. So I'm he he found he found extra Bibles under the mattress. Is what he found. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> like different versions of like it wasn't just the King James. It was like, yeah, like the some face, other ones. The Scarface bed yeah. was made of Bible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a bunch of blow underneath Pastor well, Todd's I'm bed. glad y'all I'm glad y'all <laughs> found them though. You know. Yeah. yeah. So Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. <laughs> all I all I said was I, I, I talked a little bit about it in the Discord. It's a two and a half in the sacred text. I gave it one and a half stars, so a three out of ten. But Whenever a new director comes around with a new movie, I want it to be received well, whether I don't like it, just because that could be someone, you know, pumping out some good stuff in the uh, in the horror genre. But the one thing I thought with this is I I, I feel like he's got a long way to go. I, I thought there was a lot of elementary stuff that should have been caught that that wasn't, I guess. And it makes me a little bit nervous when it comes to this movie. And I, I'd be curious as to what it is that was missed because he honed this exact style over a long period of time on his YouTube channel. And if you go back and I have since recording our last dunes about skin and Marink, and I don't want this one to become a whole dunes about skin and Marink. Well, I need to listen to the dunes and your, your solo cast on it. Yeah, the, the choices are deliberate. You Everything should. He, you should. Every- he goes, he goes deep. His conversation is completely legitimate. And I'll just say, I still love the fact that Travis loves me. And it's, it's, I mean, shit, it's so early in the year. It's, the I guess, technically the second 23 I've seen because I saw a knock at the cabin in the theater. But I'll tell you guys this. For you guys, I will make a concerted effort to see this one more time before we record our next. Well, I mean, look, dude, like I'm saying, like this, this is not, the, I mean, do what you want, but like. Well, and that's for y'all. Yeah, if y'all are deciding to do it, then y'all are making y'all's mind up. It ain't, it ain't because I like it. So let me get that well, shit out of well, my head. Well, well, no, it is. It is partially that because I respect what you think. So if if you think this much of it, my mind tells me I'm probably missing something. And maybe I, <laughs> I hate to say it, yeah. maybe I maybe I fucking watched it wrong. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> you know. So well, that's why I want to listen to his shit too because I might have missed yeah, some stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and he goes he goes deep. He goes fucking yeah. deep, and he. I think I think the theater watch like I I'm I wish I could have saw it in theaters like you like I'm jealous but I honestly do think the best way to watch this style of movie what this movie is is on your laptop with the earbuds in in the dark by yourself like with the volume way up like I feel like that's the best way to watch it and thank you for saying that like I, and I appreciate that but I I think I I think this movie's hitting me different than it might hit some other people. And I'm not saying like it's only hitting me that certain way. No, there's a lot of people that love this fucking movie. Love it. Yes, there but there's elements of it, and y'all know private and, and personal elements of this movie that affect me. I think it's just hitting me hard. Also, the cosmic shit that I had no idea this movie was going to be cosmic. 
um, at least cosmic in the way that it's unfolding. Uh, Boss Tuna, did you pick up on that at all? The cosmicism in this? Like, how did you interpret this movie when you saw it? Like, what are you, what are you pulling from it the first time you see it without hearing what I said about it? I, I don't know, man. I, I, I was thinking about that and, and I just honestly, I think, I'm either thinking way too much about it and it's over my head or it's, it's more simple than I'm trying to make it. But I, 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 it's, it seems almost like it's like part of me, if I want to get like super deep is that it's kind of like um, an allegory of kids dealing with like separation, something with the parents because the dad's there and the dad's not. And it's like just this really out in left field interpretation of kids going through like either parents divorce or separation or something i like i like that um and i'm gonna spoil it right now i don't go into all the different theories of the film that people have in my episode that i do because there's enough out there i could i could i could have went on for longer and i probably would have had a 45 minute to 50 minute episode out of it but i didn't really want to i have my interpretation of the film and you'll hear that if you listen to it, this, this scares me to think about this, but as I'm thinking about what you said, Travis, I'm replaying what you said in my mind. And now I'm thinking about what Cole just said. And I just have like a little, like, fuck, I, I, I watched it wrong. I did. I got to watch it again because I think the cosmic piece of it, but cosmic from a child's perspective, when you're, yeah. you're a child, just about everything is cosmic because you don't know shit about shit. Yep. But yes. What, what Cole said about the dad being there and the not being there, I think allegorically might be talking about parents being divorced. Yes. Being divorced. And the things that didn't make sense to me in this movie are starting to make sense, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Like, like, why would a door disappear, or why would a toilet disappear? And it's more a metaphor about my home is disappearing. You know, the structure that I know as a kid is disappearing. And you're, and you're, and you're trapped in this. You're trapped because you're a kid and you have no way out. All of these different theories and thoughts. You have no control. Exactly. You have to go along and whatever happens, happens. All of these different theories, I think they converge. I think they can all possibly converge because there's a lot of different ones. There's even more than that. And I think they can all play into it. And if, if you see it, it's a mini, it's like a prism. That you can see a lot of it's you know like the the Pink Floyd. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways you can go. Exactly, don't go that way. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm for, curious. For, I'm sorry for for everything that Travis said. All of it was really deep and got me thinking. The little things that Cole said there, honestly, were the the Tetris pieces where I pulled them from over here and from over here and it was like, what? okay, and that's that was what I was missing. That's that was well said, my friend. That was what I was missing. I, I I'm wondering if. I don't know. I don't. We need like Scream Factory or one of those to put out like a DVD, and it'd be well, interesting. They, they, like a... they are. They're they're going to put out a Blu-ray. Kyle Edward Ball's on top of it. He wants yes, this to get and a I want good a treatment. Commentary. He wants to do the full treatment. Yep. Yes, that would that'd be that, sweet. That would certainly help. But again, this is the thing that we talked about before. When we talk about this shit, honestly, because we have so many different perspectives here, it does start filling in the blanks, and that was. Honestly, Cole's Cole's thoughts there were the missing piece from that was the missing piece of like the dad disappears. Why would the dad disappear? Well, the dad dis- disappeared because the parents are splitting up, and now the house is broken. And when the house is broken, the things that you take for granted, like a door or a toilet, are and here's, all of a sudden gone. Here's the weird thing about the movie, though. In the movie, mom is gone first. Yeah, mom is yeah. gone. Dad's still there, and so it's like that's another layer on top of why isn't dad here now? Like it's it it just keeps. I mean, it's, it's, it's an know. onion. It's like, maybe yeah. that's the fear. That's the fear piece of it. Though so mom is gone, maybe because mom and dad split up and now it's just dad. And then, so if you're a kid and mom is gone because your parents split up, what is your next greatest fear? Dad disappearing too. So Dude. it's making more and more fucking sense than what we talk about. Skin of Marink is an onion. It's got many layers. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. This is one of those movies that would be really fun to like just a group of, Maybe we all watch it one more time and we do a fucking like record. Why well, you guys? It sounds like you guys might have already done that on a. No, Dune. we no, we didn't. That's what I wanted that Dunes to be, but it, it kind of went crazy. I wanted a big group discussion because I wanted Brian from Shuttle the Pod there because he loves it like I do. So I wanted me and him to be like the lovers of the film, 
And Dude, whoever feels like they're up. I get tried. The boys, get all of us. Get Trevor. We'll just do like a big old orgy and fucking unpack this. I don't know if Trevor really wants to watch it again. <laughs> I'd I'd watch it again and take notes. I'd do it for you. <laughs> I'll 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 see. I'll test the waters and see if we could get a a because I would love a big open discussion. I just like the movie a lot. I mean, obviously, I, Ooh, that, was, that was fun. Oh, Cole's got some tasty shit over there. Oh. The Dalmore. Oh, what is that? I had this in Hawaii. It's a fancy like, shit. It was like 48 bucks a glass. The fancy shit. Damn. Oh, my God. What the fuck is it called? It's called the Dalmore. Oh, that's what... Okay. Yep. And there is no E. <laughs> there is no E. It's the real shit. That's that real whiskey. <laughs> okay, he pours a sip of that fucking whiskey. That's not a sip. <laughs> that's a sip for me. Well... <laughs> Well, you got a problem, my friend. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay. This is a big ass glass. And this is at least two fingers. So I don't know how you sip in Louisiana. But... Uh, the bottle. Really, right out of the bottle. Yeah, the bottle. Exactly. Look. Well, yeah. I also that also means I have to take this nice fancy bottle and put a brown bag on it. I don't want to do that either. So. Mm, 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 mm. You, you can get a you can get a crown royal purple bottle. I'm not brown bagging this shit, man. Come on. I'm gonna send you a really nice like this. Like I got my really fancy nice like crystal. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you one of these. So oh, even but, when you are but, drinking your Louisiana swamp water, you'll have a nice. Oh, yes. glass yeah. Wait, wait until I get a house because, because I don't have like anywhere even, to put something that nice. Even mine have the. Oh yeah, you got the um the oh, yeah. snifter glass, right? Yeah. It's yeah, called that's... the I, I'm I'm drunk and I can't spill it glass. That's what it's called. Yep. That's dope. It just rotates around. You don't ever spill it. Yeah. I think they. I think that's. They, I don't know. Maybe. It, the snifter, I don't know. I might be way out. Oh, I want to go back to something we were talking about, um, theater watches this year. So I've got a few. I've got more than Boss Tuna. Grindhouse will be proud of me. I've got my first theater watch of the year was Devil's Conspiracy. Awesome film to see in theaters. Very, very cool. Never heard of it. It was, it was a good movie. You saw it, Trev? Yeah, I watched it. It was fun, huh? Yeah, it was a fun movie. You gave it a 78 out of 100, right? Yeah, I think that's what I gave it. I think I saw your thing. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's a fun movie. It's fun. Um, I saw The Outwaters. I saw I got that. I have it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dude. Okay. It's <laughs> um I saw well, no, I didn't see Mag in theaters. I saw that at home. I Mag. saw and I oh, saw sorry. Scream Six. So I think I've seen three in theaters so far this year. So one more than you. I got you beat by one, motherfucker. But Grindhouse, how many have you? Oh, and I saw Knock at the Cabin, so that's four. Seventh or an eighth of the way through your standard watches. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so Megan, Skinnamarink, Infinity Pool, Missing, oh. Knock at the Cabin, Cocaine Bear, Hunter Kill Her, Dream Six. Eight, Five, eight. eight fucking watches. I got eight. Cocaine Bear, Infinity Pool, and... um. The other one, you just outwaters on my Plex, ready to rock. No, but no, but theater watches. No, yeah, I'm I've only I'm only at um, uh, knock at the cabin. No, yeah, okay. Well, as far as my total twenty twenty threes, total. Okay. Well, I'll say I've I've seen um, I've seen Megan, I've seen Knock at the Cabin, I've seen Scream Six, Skin of Marine, the Outwaters, Devil's Conspiracy, and Spoonful of Sugar. Oh, that's the Shutter. I- I've heard good things about that. My buddy liked it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Spoonful of Sugar, honestly, is at the top of my list so far this year. Like, it's near the top. Of 2023, yeah. I mean, my list is short, but it's up there. Brent, you like it better than uh, Infinity Pool? Yes. Oh, man. Kramer Kramer made it sound like Infinity Pool is like the best movie he's seen in years. Mm-hmm. It might uh, be. In- but... Infinity-, Infinity Pool is tangential horror. That's what it is. It's tangential. I hate to say this. It's like rich people horror. It's, it's like what? Rich, rich people horror. Rich people but, horror. Okay. With people because you can't. Kramer is and, I, like I'm molding him to be one of us. Like he is slowly like <laughs> years ago when we started. Like you know, when I started doing my, you know, bringing movies on our trips. But he's more and more like seeking it out on his own. But like this year, he was telling me he's like he's like, dude, one of my favorite things of these trips you do is when you show up and surprise me with these fucking movies because like he saw X and Pearl and he was blown away. I showed him Hereditary, and he was blown away. 
he saw Midsummer on his own, and he fucking liked that more than Hereditary, and it kind of broke my heart a little bit. But we got a movie coming up. We're gonna do for Joe Blow that I recommend to anyone who hasn't seen this 2022 gem. It's a gem. I picked it. Uh, it's called Soft and Quiet. Oh. If y'all if y'all haven't seen that movie, seek it out. I think it's worth a watch. Um, didn't make my list, but I I chose it for Boss Tuna. And I don't want him to say nothing about it, but I chose it for him because I thought he would enjoy it specifically. I thought it was his up his alley, so to speak. Twenty 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 two was a, it was it was a good year, and it was like mm-hmm. my first real foray into. And hold on, hold on. A- am I am I the only one tripping, or is he really hard to hear now? Yeah, you were getting a little when you were talking away. It was hard to hear. Yeah. That's weird because this microphone usually picks up fucking everything. At least I can fart. You're, you're that. I'm, I'm not trying to make you do extra shit. Might be your threshold or something. Maybe I don't know. His black, that black mic that he has, that thing picks him up better because that one picks up everything in the room. So when he talks, it's also trying to cancel out his 3D printer. That black oh. mic picks up his voice specifically because it's right in front of him. And I hate, I, I, I like I said, I hated. Well, that didn't seem like that 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 much work. Okay. If I would have known that, I'd have said it a lot sooner. I'd have just asked you to switch it. I didn't want you to do too much, but uh yeah, can you this, hear me? Yes, very good. Okay. Oh my lord. Uh cuz this is potentially, I mean it's turning out this is probably going to be a dunes. I mean it's pretty damn good so far, so I'm 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 enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just know I I have to deep throat this thing to get to <laughs> so that sounds I'm, really good now. I'm not actually it just <laughs> it just it just looks like it. You sound a thousand <laughs> times better now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're good. Groovy. That's weird because usually the other microphone is kind of fine, but okay, whatever. We'll, we'll go with it. I think, I think once you change your, your situation in your, um, your room, once you switch everything around, that pink mic picks up more oh, than it used to. Are, yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's different now. I suppose well, there's you, probably some harmonics that are involved and just the acoustics it, in the room. Hold that well, Delmore back up again. Or no, no, in your glass. It, it looked almost, yeah, it looks almost red, doesn't it? Yeah, it does look red. Nice. Yeah. This is solid. I, I like this. This is really solid. It's got is a good, very, 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 or is it, is it, is it a scotch whiskey or a whiskey? It's scotch. It's, yeah, it's okay. a scotch whiskey. It's a Highland scotch. Um, is it, is it very, it's a, peaty or is it a little, it's a little peaty, but I kind of like that. Yeah. So what's, I what's, like that. what does PD taste like when you taste it on your palate? Um, oh, you know, like if you have a scotch versus yeah, a whiskey. Well, no, I'm asking because I'm not as experienced in sipping them. So, like, I've had scotch, I've had whiskey, I've had it's bourbon. That real strong. Um, I've had rye, but it, I don't. It almost, it almost has. I, this is just me. It almost has a little bit of a like a dirt taste. Earthy. Like, yep. I was gonna say earthy, earthy type. But yeah. like for me, it's like my garden dirt, which is oh, I, a, a glorious thing for me. My I like that. No, I like that. Awesome. I like that. Yeah, I like the sound awesome. of that. Yeah. Dude, speaking of garden shit, I'm done dealing with my big one and all the deer. I think I'm going to do um, what you had and do not raise boxes, but I'm going to do like, I got a bunch of like leftover cedar when I built my deck. So I think I'm going to do like four or six, like four by four little plots in there just because it's just like too fucking hard. And I got to do something with the deer and shit. All you need is that, a little bit of chicken wire, and your problems are solved. Because we have the same problem here. The deer come here and eat my shit. The deer and the rabbits eat my shit. So, yeah. I don't have a problem with the rabbits because my fucking dog eats them, but the deer just they come in at night and it's. Well, what I didn't what, what I didn't realize about my garden is that as much as my wife bitched about the rabbits, she was also feeding said rabbits. So, I, <laughs> well, um, you know, when you give them food, they're going to come back, and now they live yeah. underneath my deck. They live underneath my smoking deck and they come out and like, hey, where's dinner, bitch? But, yeah, I, <laughs> but it's instead of angry rabbits, you got hungry rabbits fucking like oh, I love at your the, ankles. I, you know, in the end, I love the fauna and it makes me happy. So if I got to put a piece of lettuce by the edge of my deck and the rabbits eat it, whatever. I don't care. Oh, that's awesome. We have yard squirrels in Louisiana. Like they live in your trees, but they come down to the yard and they want to eat what you got. And if yep. you feed, if you oh, feed them, they'll come up to you, man. And they get aggressive sometimes if you don't feed them. <laughs> what? Those monkeys. <laughs> get the give me my cheeseburger back, bitch. Oh, I have a yep. I have a I have a picture somewhere. I'm sitting on my I'm Don't feed the my... alligators, bro. Oh yeah, don't do that shit. <laughs> no. I have a I have a picture somewhere. I'm sitting on my smoking deck and I'm just like enjoying my fire and like my corn's growing in the background. It's like so beautiful. 
And on the edge of my deck, you can see four pairs of eyes and it's rabbits sticking their heads up like, <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, fine. I'm, I almost wanted to say when Trev said that, like, don't feed the alligators. Otherwise, they'll start a podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> they, they will. They will. And they'll call it Chuddle the Pod. Oh, oh it, it, they'd call it uh, "Don't Fear the Reefer" podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a podcast? It should Ooh, be. It should That's be. A yeah, great it be. name for a stoner pod. <laughs> yeah, don't fear the reefer. No, I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk about uh, 2022, uh, and like for me, 2022 was a glorious fucking year for horror. Mm-hmm. Just in. Movies that I found that I loved that I didn't think that I would love, but just also the copious amounts that I digested. I know. Um, but uh, I, Grindhouse, what was your yeah. final number of the year? Of 2022 movies? Yeah. 168. <laughs> Very impressive. Damn, son. That's six. Okay, so me and Ricky came in with 68 <coughs> even. Me and Ricky both. Bostuna came in with the even 100, so you've got... You've got Boss Tuna with me and Ricky's total, so 168. Well, but I was uh, in in everyone's defense, though. I was new to the podcast. I wanted to put on, a, you know, a good showing, and it's I went, I went, fuck, I went fucking hard. I went hard, and yeah. At the same time, though, I also still love going to the theater. So everything new that came out, if it was in a theater within 40 miles of me, I went and saw it. Mm-hmm. I did, you know. And some movies I saw more than once. It's my part of like living my life and enjoying shit and just doing whatever else. And ultimately, horror is a big part of it. And there's nothing I can do to change that. Dude, wasn't um, okay. Like you were saying that you jumped in this year going hard since 2017 or 18. Like I would try to watch as many as I can. And especially doing the podcast in 19, 20, 21, up to now 22 and now into the new year. But I've been trying to watch as much as I can with my schedule. And I've managed to clock in some good movies. I think we all have a good amount. 2022 is consistent with the last four or five years as far as like just banging out the motherfucking great horror movies, dude. Like I think we're in a uh, we're we're in a new age of horror yeah. where it's akin to the the 1980s. I think horror is strong, very strong. I think it wasn't as uh, top-heavy as the last handful of years, but it had probably the most solid middle and core. And I I see what you're saying, but I had more, I had more tens than I did last year, so I had to reaffirm, I had to rethink my shit too on that. No, I think, I think here's the thing. I think you're both right, but I think what 2022 had was more um, indie submissions to the horror genre, like things that were really good, things that caught me off guard, things that I was like. Like still, I'm gonna say, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Yep. Damn near a fucking masterpiece. Damn yeah. near. There was and the shutter I, was banned. <clears throat> we all yes, had absolutely. We absolutely. all had Christmas, bl- bloody Christmas on our uh, honorable mentions. All oh, of us. Movie, uh, oh, and see, and for me, it would not have been an honorable mention. It would have been on my list. What's it your was, list? What's your list, Grindhouse? I'm not telling you. Come on. No. Come you on. Do a special episode with it. That's nope. what I, I want to do. I got that. I got I that pulled up. I got that. I did. Up. I I did not put seven thousand hours into this to just spit it out like a fucking whore on Main Street. <laughs> we got. We, we're, we're, we're gonna do grindhouse. Grindhouse. We're gonna do your own fucking goddamn top fifteen episode. If you if you want to, that's I, fine. Do, I, just, I do. I do want to. But then I mean, so all things being considered, it's like so I got into the podcast thing pretty late in the year. You know, it was like March, March, April that yeah. I got into it. Um, but like only then hardcore, probably by like late in the year. Um, but I had seen a couple of things and like, again, like I saw Piggy really early last year and then it was like not available anywhere, like forever. And it was just the weirdest thing. Cause now, I had seen now it. I think it's on Hulu or yeah. no, it is on Hulu. It's on Hulu yep. now. Yeah. Yeah. And so the Minneapolis international film festival is coming up again and they've got a couple of what look to be horror gems in there. So I'm going to do the same thing again this year and I'm going to go see those and see like what's what. And only because it gets my fires stoked for more horror for the rest of the year. You know, I, oh. it's, it's that fine line, man. It's that fine line between having fun with horror and loving it and making it a job. And last year I made it a job. I did, you know, I was, I, 
I wasn't getting paid, but it was still a job. Um, no, when, so, when you have your horror fire, you just get some buddies to blow on it for you. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll continue to blow on it, blow in it. Well, and blowing. I think you're, I, well, and I think you're absolutely right. And but that's why that's why like going back to things like Skinner Inc. is legitimate. Going back to things like Hereditary is legitimate. Going to movies like Hellbender at Travis's behest was legitimate. I fucking loved Hellbender and. Looking at it and the money that it made or the money that it was made for, it, like I never, I never would have touched it because I was my my instincts would have said this is going to be terrible, but this is this is why I like this because this is what tells me that my instincts don't know always what they think they know. Oh no, it's, and we're in the same boat, dude. Like we don't always know what's good. That's why. I, that's why I know you went hard, and I I love that. I love Ricky did the same exact thing you did the first year he got into podcasting. He watched everything he could get his hands on from that year, and he came out the same way. Like next time, I'm gonna do quality over quantity because and 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 that's why we're here. The whole horror community is here for you, and I use the horror. This is how I do it. I wait to see what rises. I still watch things here and there to see if something's a gem that no one saw. And I found a few. Uh, man, the Man in Room 6, Tin Can. Um, but you keep, you keep, you, you, yeah, stick around because we're, we're all doing the same thing. Like, we're finding the good stuff and trying to elevate the fuck out of it. Mr. Rickles! What's up, Ricky? What's up, boys? Rickle Bickles. So what is so what is everybody's like right now with whatever you've seen, whatever you haven't seen, what is your most anticipated say the next six evil, or eight evil, weeks movie? Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Okay. All right. Evil yeah. Dead, bro. If we're talking horror movies, Evil Dead. Okay, yeah. so we know oh, that. So I, I anticipated that being your answer. What's your second most anticipated movie? Uh, uh mine for for me it's tell me so. For me, it's Cocaine Bear because I haven't seen it. It's a Infinity fucking awesome pool, one. I guess. Everyone's talking about that. Kramer's got, uh, got to rock hard about that one. Yeah, you got to see it. You got to because it's a it's a fucking twisted tale. It seriously is a twisted fucking tale. Again, horror adjacent. I haven't seen uh, Knock at the Cabin yet, so I mean that that's one that I'm looking forward to. I will say uh, the remake of Salem's Lot, though. Oh yeah, Ooh, that should be yeah. that should be okay. coming up. What in a couple months? John Wick drives a fucking Cuda in there, bro. Like in the fourth one, boy. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it just because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Those are like my favorite non-horror movie franchise that's come on the last 10 plus years. Ricky's a fucking gumbo thigh swamp donkey over there right now. Sounding all like he's coming out the gumbo pot. Oh, your pussy's already creamy. <laughs> that good gumbo, wet wet oh no I've gotten super into the oh, that's kind of redundant but I've gotten super into the like the supernatural stuff and I'm I'm picking up uh, movies for the last say we'll call it 10 years that I've avoided because they, they had like a supernatural I'm possessed theme have you I'm seen curious. Have you seen Exorcism of Emily Rose yet? I have, yes. That's good. That's good. What about Exorcism at 60,000 feet? I have not seen that. That's even better. There's a reason. I want to watch that. Um, (laughs) But, like, I watched um, Insidious. I never watched Insidious. Yeah. Um, Insidious. Trevor and I were talking about Insidious tonight. night. And then Insidious 2, honestly, I thought it it got people shit on it. I thought it was all right. And then... um, watched sinister i thought that was that was all right fuck yeah um, pretty good i like sinister i watched malignant and i did not care for it i yes, oh, I, yes. I did not care for it i um, know did, oh, did you was, at least like the cop scene well the the the, the, so the quote ridiculous. unquote cop scene was like a lot of the movie and a lot of it was cops shooting poorly no, no, but the, 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 the cop but, station scene where he fucking busts ass through there and he yeah. throws the chair. Oh, and he just, and he just he, he, yeah, he, he throws he a chair across the, the room and hits him. Yeah. yeah. He snipes yeah. him with the fucking chair, bro. <laughs> yeah, I did not I did not care right. for it. I, um, I, don't so, but, <laughs> I don't have a button. I don't have a button to press, <laughs> but I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to tell Travis to tell you. Brent, 
shut the fuck up. Travis, no, shut no, the no, fuck no, up. No, 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 not that, not that, no. What? Oh. You watched it wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. You watched and, it and wrong. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I guess my point was that it's got me, it's got me vibed up for um the Pope's Exorcist. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I want to watch that. Russell Crowe's in it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I think that one is got some, I think it's got some potential chops. Um, the nun too coming Dude, out. Is I the think it's, in it? I'm going to watch that. <laughs> I like the, I like it might the be. Just, just watch for the tall hat. Watch for the tall hat and the white smoke. <laughs> those two things. Yeah. They're going to have ghosts in there fucking doing the theme song. I ain't watching it. So if the full car ain't in it, I ain't watching it. <laughs> bulletproof <laughs> glass. Bubble car. Fuck. Uh, pretty sure the Pope's yeah. in it. Well, he, I, he, John Paul, he does, John Paul he, the second's in it. Yeah, he does have the Pope car for a reason because somebody tried to kill him. I like um, I so, like that the Pope's exorcism starring Russell Crowe, and then you've got Fallen from years before starring Denzel, and they were both together in American Gangster. It's yes, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm just tying shit together in my movie Fall, brain. Fallen is fucking underrated as fuck. The Fallen's underrated as fuck. Yeah, hey, oh, like, I like yeah. Colin. Let's not like get Colin. into that because that's on a short list, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, bro, that dude. And I think you do. That movie is so dope. So, anyway. so Cole, Cole has the word The Fallen tattooed on his little tiny foreskin? Is that the short list? <laughs> right. that was the old anteater. Top, top and bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, one says The Fallen, the other one says Just Drooped. But it's yeah, super okay. small print, but it's, it's, it's got to go up. Yeah, up the if I had a foreskin, it would say I am Groot. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's right there. Reading the fine print, right there. Reading the fine oh. print. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anyway, no. So there's like lots of shit coming out that's like to be excited for. I mean, there's oh yeah, you know. I mean, Evil Dead Rise, obviously. I mean, all of us, I think, will be probably in theater like day oh, one. Like what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't, I won't I already, say day already, one, but I'll be there. I already, I already have tickets. I already have tickets. So I so. love how the the newest horror icons, um, or it's not slashers. It's not the newest horror icons so far this year of 2023, or the telephone from Skinnamarink, and the cheese grater from the newest trailer of Evil Dead Rise. Because if y'all have right. not seen, I haven't seen it, and I ain't gonna watch it. The fan art, the fan art is taking over. The cheese grater is becoming an icon, yeah. just like the fucking phone from yeah. from Skinnamarink. I liked it that I liked it the poster. I don't know if it was fan art or not. But it's they fan had art. The yeah. The sky rises. Yep. And the fucking cheese grater, like in the foreground. Yep. Jason Smorhees, when he's <laughs> posting that, now I know why. I was like, I don't fucking there you get. Go. Dude, I don't get it. Yeah. Dude, but now you this know. shit is now you so. Know. It's. I'm telling you, I because I walked into Scream Six. I got a feeling somebody gonna get their ass graded. <laughs> I well, I walked into Scream Six and I saw the trailer that's not on the internet. It's not on the internet. You can't see it. It's oh. it's only in front of movies right now. It's a different trailer, and they don't show you what's gonna happen, but they show you the cheese grater. And you can oh, you shit. can make sense of it in your own mind. And there's a early festival review that came out for Evil Dead Rise, and it said this is a nonstop gore fest from start to finish that does not yes. let up whatsoever. Yes. Oh my yes. god! Yeah, no, it's dragging well, my wife yeah. to this, and and she thinks fucking she, she she can't even read like the Goosebumps books because she gets scared. So this is gonna be oh, great. this is gonna be amazing, dude! I cannot wait for this. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. I'm so horny. Well, and maybe movie. we're still maybe we're still yeah. maybe ah. we're still <laughs> like capitalizing on that renaissance of horror that we've talked about for like about the last nine months. That like things are just gonna keep getting better, and it's funny because. I say that because I look at movies like Scream 6 where, I mean, let's be honest here. You have some of the hottest ladies in horror in this movie. Mm-hmm. You you don't see a single tit, which nope. is like almost. It, you don't all, see a what, lot of bra, bralas, though. A bunch of, a bunch of pokies. There's a, there's a lot of pokies. I, I would agree with you. <laughs> I, I, I might have almost lost an eye. I would agree with that, <laughs> but you don't see any full blown correct. Boobs. Correct. You don't see an ass. You don't see a hint of bush. You don't even Honestly, see. I kind of, I kind of want to see a dick before I see a boob in scream. In scream, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show oh, me okay. that like, I, male nudity, like, bro. Like not, not because I want to see a dick, but because I don't want them to ever show boobs. Like they should not. 
Exactly. If you're six movies deep and well, you haven't done it yet, don't well, do no, it. No, agreed. It's agreed. now a horror it, trophy. Agreed, yeah. It's 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 okay that I prefer Camel Toe to Trevor's Camel Tongue. That's fine. <laughs> um, I prefer a boot knuckle to Brent's. Uh, that what? was the same thing, but yeah, okay. No, um, uh, well, the moose knuckle is a Minnesota thing. You don't want to see any moose knuckle. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. That's a whole no, no. That would be no. dope if the first if the first nudity they showed was a was a wiener though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like good for y'all. Good like, for y'all. If they, as, if they show a wiener first and then they do boobs after, okay, if, fine. If I they go full it, frontal like, fucking Mandy and they got the guy yeah. just basking in his own small dick glory. I'd be like, yep, this is the best. Well, but when it, but when, oh, it, when, it, when it comes, Renfield, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, hold on, okay, time out, time out, time out. We'll, we'll we'll get there. We will get there. But like for for the Scream series, it is amazing that this series has gone as long as it has and it has not shown a single, I, not even a curly black nipple hair. I was know? watching this for because the Chuddles they found out I was rewatching it. They invited me on to do their uh, Scream franchise review, and I'm gonna say. Growing up with the first three, I enjoyed them. I was never the biggest fan, but rewatching the series and adding four and five to it all in a very short time span made it super enjoyable. When it came to watching the Scream franchise, I love that they never showed tits because it's like the slasher trope. And they're, this the whole franchise plays on tropes. Like that's the whole bread and butter is like. Are they, how are we... they all rated R or are any of them? Yes. No, they're all R. Yeah, no, they're all they're R. all they're all R's, and there's not a single tit. And yeah. I, I guess my point is this: there's something beautiful about a slasher series where you can go through the whole entire thing, and you have enough blood, gore, and fucks that you don't need tits to get rated R. hundred percent. And I love Scream One, Two through Four are kind of like eh, I mean, I, I don't they don't grab me, but that's fine. Um, Five was super solid, Six was super solid, but it's amazing to me that they've gotten to Six. Without showing, it's kind of Trevor's point. Like, it's like Scream 7 is going to have to be like a 7, as in a 7-inch long limp dong with <laughs> testicles and everything. Just like, right, and we it's call gonna, that yeah. the swamp donkey around these parts. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. So it's gonna be, yeah. They do such a weird but perfect job of keeping these super, super good-looking ladies in these things, and they keep them super, super, super forefront. But they also, and we've talked about this before, like the Friday the 13th series, they keep the girls in the forefront. They keep them hot, but they also keep them badass, which yeah, is really yes. fun. Oh, really, dude, really Sam, fun. Sam and Tara are the oh. badasses bays of all badass bay time. Yeah. I, I, I'm a full-fledged fan of this franchise at this point. Um, I watched them the same way Ricky, like he got me on Phantasm. I watched it the same way I did Phantasm. Now it's like, What's your favorite scary movie? Like, dude, it's just going on and on with this. Like, uh, I'm I'm happy I watched the first three in a row for sure, and uh, I kind of forgot how great they were. Just just saying, mm-hmm. like I knew the first one was great, but like watching the second and the third one, they're all they all hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I now, have not I'm gonna watch four five, but it's... and soon six. But yeah. Um, well, you guys got my fires lit. You got my fires lit. I'm gonna rewatch because I yeah. well, now I sort of have to. I really but. like the di- the dialogue, like how it is definitely kind of making fun of itself and being satirical, but at the same time serious. Yeah, and they do do a really good blend of both of those things. So like, I love the commentary about like movie making and like the horror tropes and Jamie fucking talking about it, you know, in one and two. I haven't uh, seen any of them past the first one, so no. Oh well, fuck! Don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say shit then. What? uh, No spoilers. Hey, Cole, Cole. There's a ghost face killer in all of them. (laughs) I I need need to go back and watch. I gave it away. I gave it away. Before he popped on, we were talking about him, and I'm like, "Fuck! I need to go." And yes, dude. They all have have their place. Watching The Last of Us. Yes, I've seen all of it. Not me. Have you seen all of it, Brent? Y'all yes. go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Okay, I, I I just saw episode four or five, but I was telling I was telling fucking Trevor, dude, episode three might have been one of the best TV shows that I've seen in many years. I would agree. I would agree. And so, the hard the hard it was, part it wasn't about, even horror. No, and, oh, and and the hard part about this series here is that because they are embracing, let's call it things that are outside of my normal practical it comfort zone. It shocked me. Wasn't expecting it. Correct. Correct. And 
I'm afraid to say that there are episodes of that that are fucking fantastic and that there are episodes of that that did not advance the story at all. Yeah. But I can't say it out loud because I might be viewed as oh yeah, blank. Know. You know? So, um, yeah. But fucking Bill and Frank, the episode. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's the best like, episode of the series that I've seen Oh, so my far. God. Oh, my God. It was fucking spectacular. And it was everything from, like, I just want to be me and just want to be loved and I want to. And so what if I'm a prepper? Fuck all of you. I don't care. You know, yep. and just yeah. so fucking beautiful and getting to the end. It, it, it's like all things that people can appreciate. The one thing that I loved most about that is at first when you watch that, you're like, oh, here we go. It's another character. They're going to fucking pigeonhole him and they're going to stereotype him. And then he just kicks everyone right in the nuts. And you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Well, guys, I got to bounce. I got to go bounce Ricky, Ricky, I love you so much. You're my boy. Yeah. I love you. Love you, bro. Brother, brother, love you. Love you all, bro. Do love your you part. Too, buddy. I'm sorry it sucks. You got homies here. Okay. Make that oh, bread cool. to get that bread. It Word, sucks. Brother. All right. We'll Later. see you, bud. Yeah, the hard part with The Last of Us is because it gets it's getting so much negative press about woke this and blah, blah, that and whatever. The Last of Us is doing or has done up until the end of season one a great job of telling the story. Now, are there episodes where I was like, oh, fuck, I'm bored? Yeah, there was a couple where I was just like, let's crank this shit up. I've and, only, yeah. I think I'm only four episodes in so far. I was sucked in. I don't think you did first. a good job of being contrasting. So like not every not every episode was like a high adrenaline rush like it was storytelling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I think I think the, the slower episodes help build up the momentum for the big episodes to really impact you. I think that's like uh like Breaking Bad did the same thing. I think any good story will do that kind of thing. Like where the where and to, to Trev's point and like Grindhouse is saying too, everyone I think we all like where we have like a light like high octane episodes of a show a series where we get a lot of shit going on then we get a breather and we get to calm down and, and interact with the characters learn some shit whatever then we yeah. go back up we go back up i lost um interest in this series and i i want to pick it back up How many because episodes I, have you seen? i'm up to episode four and i okay. lost i lost interest in the series not like not like with walking dead walking dead had me glued man i was glued to that first, first four season. seasons yeah. Yeah, yeah i was i was hooked i've already lost interest and that kind of tells me what i need to know but i will want to finish it i've been travis maxaboon at the dunes cantina joined by fucking awesomely trevor jordan blanchard from fixie's playground cole Ooh motherfucking boss tuna from joe blow horror show grindhouse motherfucking zombie came in here and we're still gonna be on tips like eggshells tips and toes we want to hear that fucking top 15 of 2022 thank y'all for coming on deuces uh, good night everybody <laughs> good night